Hello everybody, this is Jonathan Brown from Something Underground Theatre Company. So, coming up on the 26th through to the 29th of June 2018, we've got some performances coming up of Happy Hour, which was um, which has gone through various working titles through its time, um, and I've never been afraid of rebranding and re, uh, re retitling um, pieces. Um, and uh, so th this piece was originally called, what was it called? It was called Free Beer originally, um, which for <laughs> various reasons uh, wasn't working as a title. Then then for a quite a long time, um, this was back in 2008 when it was first written, 2009 was the first performance of Free Beer, as it first was, um, and which is, um, it was my fourth one-person show. And then in oh, a while later, I'm not sure when, um, it got changed to, I think it was about 2010, we changed it to license. And it's been that pretty much ever since, up until 2018, I think I called it, started calling it Happy Hour, which is its new title. Um, I might have called it that in 2016 as well, I can't remember now, but I'll have to go back and look through my performance archives but that side, um, to one side. So Happy Hour, um, yeah, it's a two-hour one-person show. Um, and it's uh, uh, well, it's quite a relentless, intense and full-on piece, um, which is happening um, up in London in Clapham at the Bread and Roses Theatre uh, on coming from this, this coming Tuesday, uh, the 26th of June through to the 29th of Friday. So I had a, an interview uh, over the phone with Wandsworth Radio, Sean from R Wandsworth Radio, um, during a section that they call Spotlight. Um, and we chatted a bit about Tapia and the rest of this podcast is um, is that. So we're going to... It, unfortunately, the sound quality wasn't great. There was The phone line wasn't brilliant. But um, I'm going to give it to you anyway. Uh, so we start off with a little bit of Um Papa from Oliver, which was the track they were playing before I came on to be interviewed. And then um, there's a few minutes of me and Sean talking about happier. Um, enjoy. I hope you um, in enjoy the um, interview. All right. Speak soon. Take care. Hope you're all well. Happy summer. Welcome back. This is Wandsworth Radio. This is Spotlight on Wandsworth Radio. And we now are joined by Jonathan from um, Something Underground to talk about Happy Hour. Hi, Jonathan. Hi. Hi. You're very welcome. Thank you for joining us. Now, I know, I thought it was, I was going to team with the theme, you know, <laughs> Happy Hour's based in a pub. So. Oh, yeah, right. That's from Oliver, isn't it? Yes, yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah Good knowledge. So, tell me about your show, which is going up next week, isn't it? That's right, from the 26th to the 29th at uh, Bread and Roses um, in Clapham Manor Road, is that I think it is? Yep, that's and, it. Um, yes, well, it's, uh, it's a one-person show. It was my fourth one-person show, which I originally wrote back in 2008 and first did in 2009. Um, it's, uh, well, a relentless romp, I'd say, through the life of a pub that's sort of coming to the end of its days. Um, oh, is it one of these pubs where it's losing all the clientele due to other things? And well, it's, it's not... Well, yeah, it's a man <laughs> who's sort of trying to bring in the clientele by making it child-friendly and uh, community-friendly, but as he does that, he he sort of loses sight of his own values as he does that. And um, so he's so busy trying to make the 
pub child friendly that he just sort of loses sight of his friendships, his, his relationships, his child. Does he and, get um, too bogged down in the minutiae of trying to run this place and make it an, a viable concern? He just get yeah, he gets bogged down in make, trying to make a profit and, yeah. and just turns becomes blind to his son's needs effectively and his wife's needs and his friends' needs and and so it's it's um it's done in quite a sort of comic and funny way but it, you know it's got an underlying poignant um, message yeah. running through it um, which uh, which is hmm. something about how how this particular archetype of alcohol and linked with profit. Um, can um, hmm. yeah maybe aren't the greatest thing the life work balance sort of thing the making sure that you as well as looking after the people around you around you within your work you also look after your family yourself that's right yeah, yeah and, and go ahead sorry. so I was reading the blurb yeah. and it's as you said a one-man show but there's 14 characters Actually, since I since I wrote wrote that, there's there's more. Actually. There's more. <laughs> there's more. There's, so there's there's fourteen or fifteen named characters um, who we hear from, and so each each of them is play. I play each of them in quick succession, um, uh, back and forth. And do you um, do that through the physicality in your voice and all each that? Each character has his own voice, or his or her own voice, own physicality, own um, uh, rhythms, and I switch between them. Um, fairly quickly because sometimes it can be a very complicated uh, four or five way conversation yeah. happening so I, I'm sometimes jumping between several at the same time um, so it's a sort of fast but run uh, but, but um, portrayed by just just, just, just the one person just me yeah <laughs> um, and, and um, so yeah go ahead so you said it's it's a kind of bittersweet comedy yeah, dark comedy, I call it. Yeah. It's very funny, but it's also, I mean, people come away saying that they've cried at the end and that it's, you know, moved them and touched them. and Made them and, think. Uh, that it sort of has, you know, makes you think, has, you know, it's poignant and, um, uh, and um, yeah, very funny. And I say so myself. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Record it. <laughs> but um, you said you wrote this in 2008? 2008, yeah, that's yeah. right. 2008, and has has it changed, and obviously organically since then? You've added uh, extra characters, but obviously the idea and everything. No, I haven't, I haven't, since I, sorry, so since I wrote the blurb, I, oh, blurb. Um, I've realised that there's more characters. I haven't added my extra characters into the, into the piece, so it hasn't changed that much. I mean, certain certain phrases have changed, but I sort of left it as a piece of its time, and so there's yeah. sort of references to, oh, I'm trying to think, um, the smoking ban was, had only just come in. Yeah. The um, workplace smoking ban had just come in around about that time, and so I, I, I left it of its time, which is, of course, now, you know, dated by 10 years, and um, uh, so it has, has developed a little. I mean, it's developed in the fact that I've aged as well. <laughs> so yeah. I'm now portraying... I'm now, you know, 10 years older as I portray it. And, um, yeah. I need to do you think... Fit to be able to leap around the stage as much as I do. Do you think... Well, Lexi, you know, we all get older and creakier. We but, do. Yeah, so it's an unfortunate thing. There's no, there's no dignity yeah, in like ageing. <laughs> but um, do you think that now you've, obviously, 10 years on, you're looking at some of the issues from a different point of view because you're 10 years older? So when I wrote it, I, I wrote it... At the place... I've recently given up um, lots of things myself. So I've given up smoking, given up drinking, given up quite a lot of um, yeah, yeah. A range of things. And um, 
one of the two or three shows that I wrote in response. I suppose it was my own response to my own journey with with alcohol. And um, I'm I think I was probably slightly more table thumping back then when I wrote it. Not to say that the piece is table thumping because under you know the, the, the very basics is that it's it's a funny entertaining story. Um, and although um, at some level it's also taking a sideways glance at the alcohol industry it's it's first and foremost a piece of entertainment and a good story yeah. um uh and and that's how i wanted to um you know how i wanted to do it and how i want to do all my pieces that they're first and foremost good stories um and i think so back then i, I was but, but in my private life i was definitely quite um uh what's the word um religious about um I was not having alcohol close to my, you know, in my life. Yeah. Um, I was never alcoholic particularly, but I, I definitely um, overused it, let's say that, in my late teens and early 20s. And more recently, um, I'm less, I guess I'm slightly, I've mellowed a bit and I'm slightly less... Um, um, Strident. What's the word? Strident. Strident. Maybe? Yeah. I know I was when I was in my early 20s and stuff. And when you can have a propensity to overindulge in certain yeah. things and then suddenly you have this kind of oh gosh I'm not doing that anymore I'm going to be yeah. the one to march and tell people how they should behave and then obviously as you get a bit older you kind of go oh, it's their choice Life's, <laughs> it's too difficult to try and change the whole world <laughs> well in the in the end it just doesn't work either you know no, trying to proselytize no. and convert people it just is it just makes people go in the other direction so yeah. in the end it's just good to tell stories and, and let people see stories and, and ex experience consequences and, and have a little think for themselves rather than um, rather than lecture. Yeah. And it's it's it, it's um, it's got one little sort of slight diatribe towards the end as as the main character comes to his realization, some of his realizations. But it's it's brief um, mm. and it's um, paid for by many <laughs> many previous minutes of. Of, of fun and craziness and so it all builds um, up and builds up and then it builds to, to a yeah. moment where his world collapses and yeah, yeah. Uh, completely collapses so that you know we, we culminate in in a huge pub fight his child being in danger in danger the, the place being smashed up by men with baseball bats um it all just going becoming more and more haywire his wife dying I'd, oh spoilers oops Ooh. giving away too much now two big spoilers <laughs> um oh no but it's fine. Um, I'll delete them. <laughs> yeah, delete those. Delete them. I'm sure you're not broadcasting this live, are you? Yes, we are. Yes, we oh, are. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, going um, But it sort of culminates in, in ever-growing crescendo of, of chaos. And it's within that darkness that the tenderness and love and in, uh, affection and, and intimacy between him and his son is, is um, framed. And, and that juxtaposition brings out the, the emotion... The, 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 the hecticness and the craziness is yeah. is ramped up and up and up until the moments of stillness and quiet and, and love and peace between him and his son are really um, thrown in sharp relief by by that con uh, contrast. Um, that's the idea. It sounds amazing. It sounds a bit like a modern day fable. Who knows? Who knows? It's up to the audience to come and decide that, isn't it? Now, yeah. remind us when it is on and what times and where people can get tickets and... Um, sure. Yeah. 
all the details. So the Bread and Roses Theatre on, I think it's Clapham Manor Road. It is, in yeah. Clapham, SW4. Um, it's at 7 o'clock in the evening on the 26th, next Tuesday through to next Friday, to the 29th. Um, Bread and Roses Theatre website sells the tickets online in advance. I guess yep. you can get some on the door if they haven't sold out. Um, and it's a great, great venue because it's got a fabulous pub downstairs so you can get a drink, go up, enjoy the play. <laughs> Right. And, for any- yeah. <laughs> and for anybody who knows the area, it's the road opposite Sainsbury's. Around Great. There. <laughs> okay, so that'll help me find it on Tuesday as well. I've not, not been there before. It's very easy. Actually, on the corner, awesome. I think there's the KFC. But, um, Jonathan, thank you so much for coming <laughs> thank you and so much. Well, phoning and chatting to us. Um, it's been brilliant. And I wish you, you all the luck. It sounds like a fabulous thank story. You. And a lot, you know, 14 characters. Do you oh, feel a bit schizophrenic? It oddly clears my head by the end of it, yeah. Amazing. But, um, I, I sort of probably, in, in the lead-up to, sort of feel like I'm, I'm wearing lots of hats and um, uh, talking to lots of parts of myself, but by the end of it, it sort of clears, it clears the, um, yeah, the chaos. it clears my head. Yeah. And, but yeah, exactly, it lets the chaos have its, have its, um, have its space. And I come out feeling very peaceful. <laughs> I bet. I'm not sure the audience does. Well, that's <laughs> they, they come out sort of half appalled, half disturbed <laughs> and half in tears hopefully for the right reason. but completely entertained uh, absolutely exactly well thank you thank you for chatting with me and well, i wish you likewise. all the best of luck Break thank you have a lovely evening thanks right coming up coming up now we have you'll be back from hamilton of my love is not a price that you're willing to pay you cry in your tea which you hurl in the sea when you see me go by why so sad remember we made an arrangement when you went away now you're making me mad.